0: Hello.
1: Hi Rebecca, it's Beatrice.
0: Hello Beatrice, it's Rebecca. How are you?
1: I'm fine. How are you?
0: I'm alright, thank you, yes. How how was was it this week? I was trying to remember whether it, it was this week you started your class.
1: Yeah, it was this week. It was last night actually. Um, oh really? Yeah, so it's it's my, my visible mending darning class. So, so excited. Yes, I was super excited. It was Yesterday evening, it was at a really lovely place in Islington called Ray Stitch, which sells fabrics for sewing. I mean, I hadn't been in a shop like that for years. Um, So it's, you know, proper fabric shop with buttons and zips and um, patterns and all that kind of stuff. And then downstairs, they have a really nice room where they do classes, sort of sewing classes and other classes. So mine yesterday, it was just two and a half hours. I had another one next week, was with Celia Pym. So that was super oh, wow. exciting. Yeah, she's so nice. And it was just so amazing to be even in the same room with her. <laughs> and um, she brought some... So yesterday was about knitting. So darning things that are knitted. And then next week we'll do fabric items. So we were we we didn't have to bring something we, we but we could so i i brought a it's a cardigan from my uncle it's a sort of german cardigan german or austrian they have them a lot um i think it's called a janker it's it's gray and it's got green edges and it's got oh, horn oh yeah it's got horn buttons i think mine hopefully aren't actual horn i think they're plastic they're sort of imitation oh, yeah. horn and it's got some holes at at the elbow so that's what i wanted to try out. So there were 10 of us, uh, just women. Um, Apparently, sometimes men come as well, but not as much as women. And we started off, well, Celia Pym started off by talking a bit about what she does. And um, she brought up someone I hadn't heard about. I need to find the name. It's a Norwegian name. She's called, I think, hold on a sec, Annamo Sond. San, sundbo or Sundbo, I don't know how you I say it when you have the sort of slash through the O. Not sure. So she's from Norway, and she um, had a company in Norway that um, shredded wool to make into fillings for things. And
0: oh, I see. I was going to say I don't know what
1: that means. Yeah. So um, I think it's called a shoddy factory or something like oh, that. Oh my
0: goodness, shoddy! I remember that from our nineteenth-century studies. That that was like the last when the fabric is completely broken down you can sort of press it together to make shoddy
1: interesting because i'd I'd never heard of that before and i don't i wouldn't even know the german word for that um i must look it up so she um i think in the 70s or so she wanted to do something in the factory do some research or look at the kind of things they shred and then they said well that's fine you can do that but you have to buy the factory and then she did (laughs) So, um... (laughs) Good for her. Yeah. Not
0: put off by that.
1: And she, she, I think she was already doing research into knitting. And there's such a big tradition in Norway. And then they have these particular patterns that they knit. So she has this massive collection of old knitting. And a lot of them are darned. So there's two books that um, Celia Pym had that she showed us. Um, so we had a look at that. And then she showed us another book by someone called Vladimir Akipov. And it's called homemade. And I love that. It's not, it's not just clothes. He has, he, there's an amazing picture of some socks that are darned really beautifully, but it's all sorts of things that are made out of, um, sort of Heath Robinson type, um, stuff. So on the cover is a TV antenna that is made out of forks. Oh Um, no, that sounds so good. Yeah, it's really, it's, I think that's what was one of the, nicest things about I mean the whole evening was really nice but one of the nicest things was I, f- I thought it was so liberating to think things don't have to be perfect that was a big thing about the darning as as well there is a technique and and we were shown this sort of old-fashioned technique that you see in all the books you know you go across the hole you basically weave weave across the hole which I had seen a lot in diagrams but I I'd never tried it and it's actually a bit more tricky than you think but on the other hand I mean most of the other women if not all of the other women were actually sewers or knitters so they were doing stuff more often than I ever do I only ever mend things these days so they were all very good but you know I even even I could sort of do it um and you have a really big needle which was nice as well so it's 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 not dainty I guess it depends on what you're darning but what I was darning wasn't that dainty so so we were shown that and and we could start on a on a sock or something but I started on my cardigan straight away and it's almost done it's not quite finished I need to uh, oh wow yeah I'll send you a picture. I mean, one of the most Dude. one of the most fun things was um, you would like that is you, you don't have to use contrasting yarns. You could use the same. You could try and match yeah. it if you want. But the whole point of visible darning, of course, is that the, or visible, visible mending is that it's visible. So uh, I I used on the grey. I used some sort of weird orangey pinky colour which I would normally nice. never wear, but it works well with the green and the grey. Yes. And just matching the finding the right colour that was so much fun. And some of the other women. There was one woman who was really good. She, um, we were talking a bit about if you have a, a hole in the crotch or underneath your arm, <laughs> and how you need to be a bit careful with colour you use when you when you mend those areas, that that can um, often look a bit weird. So that'll be interesting yeah. next week because I've got a pair of jeans that has. Oh wow! You do often go in that area, so yeah. I have to think about what I'm gonna. Oh, do I there. must hear about that. <laughs>
0: That's very
1: funny. So that sounds like quite a punk thing. Yeah, I guess. Um, I yeah, I was at first when I was thinking about my cardigan, I thought I would use Lurex. Um, mm. So it's I'm now. It was interesting. We also just every the people who had brought stuff. Not everyone had. We talked a bit about what what we had brought, and no one brought like a super um, important, you know, heirloom which they had a lot no. of memories invested in but but still there were interesting stories about the clothes so that was what was interesting I think that kind of thing happens quite a lot but I just haven't haven't done that before apart from mm. at the museum of course when people come in and tell me about the significance of the clothes they bring in or they want to donate so that was nice but also talking about that where you wear your clothes out says it says something yeah. about you so that was interesting and also again talking about different we we spoke about this when we first talked about it different ideas about mending. Um Celia Pym said she was showing it to a Russian woman who then told her mother about it and her mother was horrified. Oh really? And said, I've I've worked all my life for you not to have to do this kind of thing. And she, so that I thought that was really interesting. Yes. Um, yeah. And and Celia Pim also said that she, it's not like she thinks everyone has to do this and you, sh- you, you have to darn things and you can't throw them away. So she says she really likes new things as well. And I like that, that it wasn't, I find sometimes, sometimes people can be very missionary about the slow fashion yes. thing and not everyone has the time to, to do these things. Or, so yeah, it was a really good experience. So I have to finish my cardigan and I look forward to next week. But there was one Definitely. other thing I wanted to um tell you which i I thought this morning about it it was it was quite therapeutic is maybe not the right word but i I was really concentrating and at times we were all really quiet and yes. just really trying to do our work and at times some people were chatting I couldn't have I really had to concentrate yeah. um but I, I thought afterwards, oh, this was actually really nice. You you, you yeah. with all these women, and I liked that. It, they were, I actually was quite pleased there weren't any men. But then I thought afterwards, isn't this weird that I wish myself to be back at something that a lot of women tried desperately to get out of, sitting around a yeah, table. Yeah, no, it's really
0: fascinating. But I guess it's that you don't have to do it. Yes. And you have... You have other other outlets for your creativity because mm. it's completely different if you're just at home all the time and you have to mend all your family's clothes and you're not expected to do anything else.
1: Mm. Or you can't do. Or, or you, or you can't, can't do anything else because yes. you spend all your time yeah. washing and knitting and exactly. sewing and. Mm.
0: And I suppose that also goes back to your to the to the russian lady who said i've worked so you don't have to do that that if it's a choice it's a different thing if it's of necessity then it could be a sign of need and in our culture that's that's often looked at as problematic isn't
1: it yes and the um celia pym also had a book about borrow which we talked about before this oh, japanese yes. mending yeah. and she said that that in japan that it's more something that that's almost looked down upon maybe not so much now anymore but because it's something that poor poor people do. Um, I
0: remember my mum talking about how after the war you you really you really wanted to have new clothes and that wearing second hand clothes or anything like that was really looked down on or seen as as like a sign of poverty and it is that that thing of when poverty is is close to you that has completely different meanings than if you're reasonably comfortably off and you can make choices. Mm. Sorry, did you just hear Coda? He's barking at
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he obviously has some views about this whole topic, I he would does. have thought. He does. feels very strongly about yeah. gardening. Mm. Yeah. He'll talk to you later about that. Okay, good. Mm. Um, but I'm so pleased because I've that I've finally done it, because I've seen these diagrams. I have one of these books about sewing that I think everyone else has. It's a sort of little green book. I think it's from the nineteenth century. And right. um I I looked at these diagrams so often but I've never really stupidly I should have just tried it, but I've never tried it and I'm really pleased I've done it now and I have a vague idea how Yeah how no I it's do it. great. Mm. It's
0: really, really interesting.
1: The other thing that was interesting that she said was that it's a bit it's a bit like handwriting darning. So oh. Uh, there isn't there is obviously this technique about the weaving and and how far you need to go around the hole to make it sure sure it's stable but it was very typical my my I have a more or less perfect square around my hole where I've done my darling stitches whereas other people were a bit more wild and I wish afterwards I, I wished I'd been a bit more wild but that's sort of typical (laughs) that I would end up with this (laughs)
0: with this square square is beautiful
1: Hmm. yeah I'm
0: all for geometric form
1: yeah but that was interesting that she said you could you you know everyone does it slightly differently and that's totally fine and um and there was a lot about you know people said how do I how do I do this and she said well you can do it this way or this way or this way it doesn't really matter and that was that was nice too I, I don't know. Yes. Somehow I have the feeling that doesn't happen a lot these days, that you can do things in lots of different ways. I don't know.
0: Well, yeah. No, it, it is interesting. And it's it's interesting. I mean, how did she get into doing it?
1: I don't know. Um, there is a bit about her website. I think at some point she oh, spent... to have a look she didn't talk so much about herself which is interesting but then most people sort of knew about her um she at some point I think she spent quite a lot of time in Japan and she I think she studied art originally so um it's more it it comes more from a sort of art art background yeah she did visual and environmental studies at Harvard um, oh, that's and, fascinating. And then she did something at, at, at she studied constructed textiles at the Royal College. But I I remember reading earlier somewhere that that she spent quite a lot of time in Japan at some point, and I think that was quite important. Um, yeah. And she brought this one amazing jumper that every all, all of us had seen. It's got maybe it's a sort of maybe it's Aaron or I don't know what the pattern is. It's from nineteen fifty one and it's downed a lot and it was really interesting because we all said, "Oh, it's really small. We all imagined it to be a um a big adult, sweater, yeah. but it was actually quite a small one so yeah that was that was really nice. uh what about it's you What have you been up to
0: well well it doesn't quite relate to what you've been doing, <laughs> but I wanted to talk to you about Jessica Jones, the t v series which is on Netflix.
1: Ah. Because
0: because I mean I really like Kristen Ritter who plays Jessica Jones but because I really am, I really like that she's a superhero but she's quite a reluctant one
1: and hold on a second words... you, need, you need to give me some background because I still haven't got Netflix so I okay. don't I don't know anything
0: well I'm not I'm no expert on the superhero world So I can't give you a complete overview. But Jessica Jones was in an accident with her parents and her brother when she was little, or when Mm -hmm. she was like a teen. And she got experimented on, which saved her life, but also gave her these powers. So she's very strong and she can jump, you know, big heights and that kind of thing. So she's very cool. But she's very troubled by all of this. And she was sort of adopted out to this real kind of stage mom and her daughter. So she had this kind of quite weird upbringing and she runs a private investigation agency.
1: Jessica Jones does.
0: Jessica Jones does. Mm. So it's quite film noir in its look mm. and it's set in New York and it's as though it's nighttime nearly the whole time in oh, okay. New York if you watch this. Yeah. They, do, they do have some daylight scenes but there's a lot of nighttime.
1: And, and how sort got, of old is she, and what does she look like? She's
0: like, I don't know, 30, mm-hmm. say twenties, 30. And she's very sort of cool and minimal, and she wears like a black leather acne jacket, mm. which we find out this season she pinched from a shop because she can just pull up that metal shutter and go in and get what she wants. Wow. So she went through a phase where she did that but now she doesn't do that kind of
1: thing and but how do we know it's acne
0: because i read it on <laughs>
1: okay
0: i did not i did not recognize it as such I, th- I knew it but the thing what's really interesting is so she wears a black leather jacket mm-hmm. ripped jeans like you know sturdy boots and like a t-shirt mm-hmm. so on the one hand it's re- i really like it that she's a superhero but she's not wearing you know a, a cape, cape <laughs> and mask and all that yeah. palaver she's wearing, like, an urban uniform. So it's mm. quite sort of anonymous and nondescript, but you can tell it's fashion. You know, you can tell it's, like, a nice leather jacket and well-cut jeans. So, like, I think she wears Citizens of Humanity or R13 jeans. So they're, you know, they're, like, nicely made, nicely designed, and you can tell that from, like, the fit mm. of them. So it's already, like, that urban thing where people often dressed to be quite anonymous Mm. and have almost like a day-to-day uniform but if you know what you're looking at you can tell it's not just you know she walked into any old shop and bought jeans and you know it's very specific and she's quite kind of lanky and skinny and she looks very good in this and so I like also that it's very downplayed and she's you know she's super troubled about her superpowers Mm. so that fits, and there are kind of different iterations, so like she 'll occasionally have black jeans, but she always has like pale washes like pale gray or pale blue washes, never like dark indigo jeans, and sometimes they 're ripped, and sometimes they're the ones with holes in
1: oh yeah mm
0: um, and she 's got very black hair, and she 's very pale, so I think it's really interesting. I kind of like that playing with the idea of what a superhero. Wears and the fact that, like in it, it so the people in suits are always really dodgy in it. So there's a lawyer <laughs> who's played by you know the woman in the Matrix.
1: Oh yeah, also yeah, dark haired,
0: also dark mm. hair, short dark hair. Who's, who's very sort of beautiful and androgynous, quite mm. androgynous as well. She always wears black, and she's very kind of sleek, but she's quite shady. She gets up to sort of things she probably shouldn't, and she's very tough. And then there's like her, her sister slash best friend, who she was brought up with, who is like a child star and and does like a radio show, and it is a bit kind of um, cornier. So there's like funny bits where there's like a flashback, and Jessica Jones. It's like before she gets her leather jacket, so she's wearing like a bomber jacket, but it, you can see she's already proto Jessica Jones and mm. her and Trish her sister best friend is in kind of really cheesy sort of disco-y outfits that are much more lurid. But it's very, I think it's quite a fashion superhero show because there's lots of very beautiful sets or like nice colours of sets and then clearly really thought through outfits so I appreciate that and I also like it because Luke Cage was in the first one and I think he's fabulous and he's another superhero and he often wears like a Carhartt hoodie so again it's like streetwear urban wear and he's like bulletproof so that's very good to be bulletproof and he's like a a bulletproof black man which is extra extra important and significant given the times Mm. and 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 I like that sorry I'm just going on a big monologue here that's about fine. Um, that I like in Luke Cage that there's like a point where he gets where his hoodie is like covered in bullet holes like he's not but the hoodie is and then it becomes like a cult in Harlem where he lives so loads of people have got these bullet hole hoodies so it's really hard to find him because a hoodie is so ubiquitous
1: oh that's interesting you think the bullet
0: holes have made him unique but they haven't because everyone then copies it and I quite like that because it's the same with Jessica Jones, that she's wearing stuff that you see women on the street in all the time. But it's the fact that that's all she ever wears, that it's become completely associated with her. So, like, if you Google her, you get, like, how to do your Halloween costume. And it's really funny because you kind of think, yeah, if you wore that in London, you would just exactly. look
1: like a person
0: in London. So I'm not quite I, – I feel you would have to – I don't know. Maybe,
1: maybe the hair – Maybe it's
0: the hair, but I sort of think this is rather close to what we all wear. Yes. Anyway.
1: What is also interesting, there is, there is of course, now a, a link with the darning, <laughs> because we did yes. speak about the holes, what they say about your life um, and what happens to you. And so maybe it's a very, yeah. very odd link, but to the... No, well, to
0: the... I, I th- I thought it's kind of interesting because her jeans are like the reverse of what you're doing because they're brand new and more expensive but distressed mm so it's like deliberately having holes instead of having visible mending, you have visible holes
1: mm yeah, so it's
0: the same thing of you have enough status and everything else to be able to wear those things that people just think poor person cannot afford
1: yeah what they all, what they always used to say about people with. Piles in the country. Yeah, you can wear your oldest cardigan and your exactly. oldest tweeds, and if it's yeah, got holes, yeah, it's like
0: aristocrats can wear beaten up jackets that have been worn for like fifty years, exactly. But yeah, I think there's definitely this this sense. Well, it's sort of interesting because in the in the season I just watched season two, it's summer, and like summer in New York is so. Kind of unbearably hot and sticky, but you know, good old Jessica Jones keeps her leather trousers, big boots on throughout. Sorry, leather jacket and boots on. And I think good for her, she stays true. It's her urban armour, but also it makes it seem like one of her superpowers is not being affected by temperature. That you know, she can yeah. wear it in the winter. She can wear it in the summer. because she that's can it. wear. She
1: yeah, she can wear a t-shirt in the winter. Exactly. And when exactly. she uses her superpowers, like. Jumps or whatever she mm. does She she doesn't change into Something else No, mm.
0: no, which I like because I recently watched The Wonder Woman film Which, I don't, have you seen No,
1: it? I've seen pictures but I haven't well, seen it's, it
0: It's like that traditional thing I think it's really funny how like Utopian communities are always ma- Imagined as a combination of like Ancient Greece and Mad Max <laughs> So it's lots of kind of You know, heroic Amazon women in their slightly feathery-looking leather with straps and harnesses and whatnot. And then she goes to Europe, and she's kind of Vera britain style World War I, you know, kind of woman-wearing workwear sort of outfits. But then she, when she's being Wonder Woman, she's kind of stripping it off and back to her Mad max slash classical Greece.
1: Mm, which I
0: liked it I loved the film actually I did really like it but I like that Jessica Jones and and also that Jessica Jones it's it's very much female led and it really deals with women kind of trying to take control of their bodies and themselves and women who've been attacked by men in various ways or been you know other people trying to control them and they're trying to take back their control so it's good from that perspective too
1: it's interesting what you say about Wonder Woman because woman because mm-hmm. when i when i heard people talk about it or read bits about it it was always very positive but the images i saw without seeing the film i thought yeah. god that looks so old fashioned to me the her outfit it, her wonder woman it, outfit think, yeah i
0: know what you mean it's like i, I do think i mean see the film because i think you would enjoy it but i do think it's it's a bit of a cliche that as I said, that like, utopian communities, are, it's as though there's only one way to visualize them.
1: Mm. And Apart from the, there's one, oh, no, they're not a utopian, I was going to say the sort of Star Trek pajama route, but that's oh, not yeah, utopian, that. that's more sort of scientific.
0: Yeah, yeah. But living it, it's in It's like the... you either go like a sort of 1960s idea of space age, mm. or you go classical.
1: Mm, and true. it's...
0: I mean, it's quite sort of weird when she is there's like a really quite silly scene where she goes and she's being fitted to have, you know, First World War era going out clothes. And she's like, what are you putting on me? Mm. And then busting out of it to, you know, do her heroic running and charging about. So I did enjoy it. And also I'm very nostalgic about the 1980s. Was it 80s or 70s? I can't even remember. Probably 70s Wonder Woman which when I was a little girl I thought was just marvellous.
1: I haven't but, seen that either. But I do mm. prefer,
0: I do prefer, I mean, I'm not big into superheroes, but I prefer the ones who just wear normal clothes, if I'm given a choice.
1: Okay. I think yeah. I am i wouldn't mind having a cape, actually.
0: A cape could be nice, mm. but I wouldn't want I mean, one of those kind of shiny
1: ones. Yeah. Mm. Artificial man-made fiber. I've also yeah.
0: been what, yeah, no, I, we would need a good a good material mm, mm. for
1: a cape. And conceptually and, I'm on your side. Um,
0: okay. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I mean, I've also been watching Black Lightning. I'm, I'm annoyed I haven't seen Black Panther
1: yet. Yeah, no, I think that and, would be really, I really want to yeah. see that. But I also, I thought it was interesting because I've seen, again, it's probably not something I'm going to see, but um, I've seen quite a lot of posters and stuff to do with Tomb Raider the newest oh, incarnation right. yeah, and it's interesting obviously the in 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 the game Lara Croft wears this particular outfit yes. so she she has to in the film but this time um and it is it's not 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 like Wonder Woman it's not like a um but but it is it's a vest I guess the top is yeah. a vest but it's it's quite different from from the earlier Tomb Raider um I oh, will have to look because it's yes yeah,
0: so it's There's so much like Wonder Woman, which is so kind of overtly sexualizing women's bodies. Mm. And that's fine if that's what the woman wants to do. But it's quite a relief with Jessica Jones that she's wearing really androgynous clothes. I mean, I guess they are quite fitted, so you can use that. But it's, yeah, it's jeans, a t shirt, and a leather jacket, albeit nicely cut ones. Mm. And that is a relief because having to wear a sort of little leotard and tights. I don't think that necessarily is the best way forward.
1: (laughs) Um, But it also reminds me, um, what's the series of films with a major Hollywood star in it? And they, so everyone watches a group of people who have so who have to basically kill each other and only one person. Is. Hunger game. Yeah, I thought that was. I've I have i i have only seen one of them um on TV. Oh, but I like that. That's I good. I really like them too, and I I like that they're the hero, isn't in a sort of occasionally yeah. I guess it, it's in the skimpy outfit, no, but on the whole, Jennifer Lawrence. It's, yeah.
0: it's very much she's strong and yes,
1: and on the whole we, she wears practical. Yes. Stuff.
0: Because I feel if we were going to be superheroes, mm-hmm. which could happen, yeah, I feel we'd be more in the, you know, wearing a at style Tuta jumpsuit.
1: I, I would be all for a jumpsuit, I think. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think we'd go the jumpsuit.
1: Yeah, route. yeah. And then maybe occasionally a short cape. I'm not sure how that works with a jumpsuit. Well, I would have to think about that.
0: We'd have to think about length, because a long. A long one could be all-encompassing, plus, as you know, I feel the cold. Mm. So that might be good to have one that could double as
1: a blanket. True, true. yeah.
0: Because I'm thinking it must get quite chilly being a superhero.
1: Yeah, I think they often seem to be quite high up on buildings. Exactly. Mm.
0: Yeah, and we may want to consider headwear, but I'm not sure.
1: I think headwear would be good. Mm. Mm. And what, do superheroes wear makeup? Yes. Okay, that's good to know.
0: Well, if we're designing our own superhero outfits, we can choose.
1: I guess, yeah. That. That. Yeah, I mean, if you can't choose your wardrobe.
0: Then you're not a superhero yeah, what's from, the point? from the get-go. Really? You've yeah. already gone wrong yeah. before you've even started.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm really and pleased yeah. we've um sorted that out.
0: I am, because... We're ready.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: We're re- when it, when the powers come, we mm. are going to be ready. Yeah,
1: always good you know. to be prepared. Oh, it is. Mm. It
0: is. Yeah. Okay. And
1: well, if we, we get okay. a little hole into our cape, then we could just darn it.
0: It will be fine. Mm. It will be fine. Okay. Well, I feel we've we've really achieved a lot in this. Yeah,
1: I think so too.
0: Yeah. Well. Okay. Enjoy, well, enjoy the, rest the rest of. of- yeah. <laughs> You and me enjoy the rest of the weekend.
1: Yeah, and Coda.
0: And Coda. Yeah, he's quieting down now.
1: Okay. All right. Take I'll talk care. To you soon. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.